the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. A ballot write-in campaign for Joe Biden is underway in New Hampshire. Even though President Biden is the incumbent, the write-in campaign is being organized because his name will not be on New Hampshire's primary ballot. That's because the president pushed for South Carolina to be the first in the nation primary. So Democrats are organizing a low-budget write-in campaign aimed at preventing an embarrassing showing for the president that might fuel concerns about the strength of his re-election bid. Greg Clugston reporting. Well, the Pentagon says an American warship coming under attack in the Red Sea, potentially marking a major escalation in a series of attacks linked to the war. It is believed the USS Kearney may have been attacked by drones, though not confirmed. Yemen's Houthi rebels, rebels rather, have been launching a series of attacks. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager isn't sure he recognizes his country. University of Chicago reports that 30 million Americans believe violence is justified to keep Trump from the presidency. It's one out of every 10 of my fellow Americans. To think that I, I share this country with such people is difficult. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just in time for the Christmas season, it's the Patriot Half-Off Deals program. Just visit am1280thepatriot.com, click the Half-Off Deals icon so you can start saving 50% or more on great products and services right here in the Twin Cities. It's the Patriot Half-Off Deals program at am1280thepatriot.com. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, tonight's low around 25 degrees. Cloudy skies still sticking around tonight throughout your overnight. Tomorrow for your Monday, partly sunny, high around 40. You're listening to AM1280 The Patriot. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651 289 4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you want to watch the broadcast, you can check out a live stream of the broadcast right now at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Yeah, just go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 
And give our page a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And again, like I say, the live stream is up and running there, so you can feel free to leave a comment or a question in that uh, comment thread. And as always, we appreciate however you choose to tune in to our various broadcasts. Uh, Folks, I want to welcome to the broadcast our first guest, uh, Leona Hernandez. Leona, along with her wife, Tony, authored a book that came out within the past couple of months entitled Travel Nurse, Our Pandemic Story. Uh, Leona was on the front lines of COVID-19 way back in April of 2020 when she decided to uh, go to New York City to work in what at that time was the COVID-19 hotspot. Obviously saw a lot of very disturbing, very harrowing images. And as her and her husband advanced uh, through the uh, pandemic and navigated the pandemic like we all did, uh, saw some things, uh, the uh, decisions by uh, administrators, health officials, and our government uh, was left wanting and they have decided to chronicle their pandemic journey, not only uh, through the pandemic, but also what they have found in the aftermath through this book. Again, Travel Nurse, Our Pandemic Story. So it's an honor to welcome to the broadcast, the aforementioned, Leona Hernandez. Uh, Leona, it's been a long time. How are you? It has. I'm good, and I am honored to be on your show and to be here. Um, uh, hello to all the other Northern Alliance radio listeners and Patriot listeners. Um yeah, grateful to talk with you, and um, I have actually listened to some of your shows specifically about COVID, so it's fun to be here talking with you today. Well, it's fantastic, and now uh, I don't know if our listeners are as uh, familiar with you as some of the rest of us are, but you and your husband, obviously native Minnesotans and recently relocated yep. to Florida, is that correct? That's correct, yeah, about two years ago, October 2021, okay. uh, we moved to southern Florida, so... And obviously, Tony, a longtime friend of the broadcast, he appeared at least a couple yes. broadcasts when he was running for uh, Congress way back in 2012, Leona. Hard to believe. Is that long yes. ago? Yes. <laughs> and that's when I first met you. Yes. So. Yeah, I do remember that. I, I still see that occasionally pops up in the memories of the photo that was posted. I think it was at the Republican convention in St. Cloud. You and Tony were up there. Uh, again, that yes. was back in 2012. So a lot of great memories, a lot of great memories, memories. Great, great experiences. And uh and all that fun stuff. Absolutely. And and in, I, I remember uh, I said, Tony's an ambitious guy because he got married in the middle of his congressional campaign. So if that's not dedication, yes. Leona, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> it was a busy year. I'll say that. It is indeed. Well, uh, we could probably spend a segment or two reminiscing about all these great times, Leona. But I did have you on for this sure. specific purpose to talk about your book, Travel Nurse, Our Pandemic Story, mm-hmm. that you co-authored with Tony. I guess let's yep. let's go back to the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, you had indicated, or at least uh, part of the beginning of the story, um, even before COVID or the United States really kind of became a COVID hotspot. Were, if yeah. I remember correctly, you and your husband kind of, you suspect you probably had COVID even before it was a big deal. Why don't you kind of bring us through that? Sure. So it was right after Thanksgiving 2019. So COVID wasn't really on the radar yet. And... Uh, we all we had three kids at the time, and they all got pretty mildly sick. Our two youngest, especially, were very mildly sick. Our oldest had a cough for about a week, but no issues with breathing, nothing serious. Um, Tony and I were truly the sickest that I've ever been. Thankfully, we weren't. We also weren't struggling to breathe, so we were okay. But mm. I have never in my life had to go see my primary care doctor for an illness like that. Like, true. I mean, I'm very lucky, but it was the first time I ever went to the doctor because I just couldn't get rid of this cough. Um, and I will say that Tony right away was like, I think it's this new virus. And mm-hmm. for a while I was like, no, it was probably just the flu and, you know, some, some bad flu or something. Right. 
Um, but as we were researching to write the book and looking at like what actual evidence do we have of when SARS-CoV-2 existed in the world of the very first infections of it. So as we were re researching for the book, that's actually when I kind of, uh, I wouldn't say I'm totally convinced, but that's when I was like, all right, Tony has a good point. There is a good chance we had it that early. Um, and there were some strange things like our oldest couldn't taste anything for a while. And at the time I just was like, that's weird. But in hindsight, it does make me wonder even more right. if maybe it was COVID. Um, so yeah, like I said, that was, that was the end of 2019. Um, and you, I remember your story kind of starting. Well, I, I remember seeing you, you, this even made uh, the news, the, lo the local news, when uh, probably a month into the pandemic, you at the time, mm -hmm. Leona, I recall, you were just a stay at home mom to the, your then three kids and decided to mm -hmm. uh, get off the couch, get off the bench, so to speak, and yeah. <laughs> get back into the fray because you are a medical professional to be a travel nurse, which entailed leaving your husband and your three young children behind to go to New York City to the COVID hotspot. Uh, yeah. Talk about what went into that decision. That had to be equally heartbreaking, heart wrenching. But nevertheless, you knew you were doing the right thing because people's lives literally were at stake. Yeah, it's true. My background is in pediatric ICU nursing. Okay. Um, so I hadn't actually cared for adults until the pandemic, but I had experience in the ICU and had, yes, just been home for a few months, about seven months. Uh, full-time with the kids. Like that was kind of our goal. Sure. So I finally was, you know, living that. <laughs> and then the pandemic hit and with the shut, the shutdowns in Minnesota, uh, Tony couldn't work. He had a few part-time employees. Thankfully we were able to pay them, but they couldn't continue working. Mm. And um, it, for as many things as I disagree with Cuomo about, it actually was his kind of plea on television that got me a little bit when he said like, we really need ICU nurses. And so I'm sitting there with Tony, kids are in bed and thinking like, that's the experience I have. We're going to run out of money. Like one of us needs to work somehow. Right. And uh, in, it was a, a gut wrenching decision. In some ways it wasn't all that difficult because yes, there was this need that I could help meet. I happened to have the skills that were needed. And then my family also needed one of us to work. So I think those two things combined uh, was not a fun decision, but it actually was somewhat, somewhat easy. Like I can help in this uh, kind of global need and also help my kids at the same time. So yes, I left them for eight weeks. They stayed in Minnesota and I went to Manhattan and I thought I was done traveling after that because my kids were young, but a lot of the nurses I worked with in New York city continued to travel, but had their families come with. Okay. So that first assignment, almost everyone I worked with was pretty set on like not seeing anyone while they were working. Uh, but by that, so by the time I was done, it was June 6th is when that first contract ended, June 6th, 2020. And by that time, even though the corporate media wasn't necessarily saying this, a lot of healthcare workers at least were realizing like this probably isn't going to really hurt my kids and a lot of us had gotten COVID, like knew that they had had COVID and did fine with it. So there was, there was more kind of uh, acceptance of like going back to normal, going to work, coming home to your family. So then Tony, the kids and I traveled to Florida and I took a travel contract in Miami and then we all went to California together. And that was my final and longest travel contract was in Southern California, right on the border. So obviously this book, you know, the, the, the title lends, uh, you know, 
what you were doing, the travel nurse, our pandemic story, but it was really more, uh, I mean, the uh, the traveling part of it and going to be on the front lines to assist those with COVID-19, obviously a part of the story. But at what point in your story, Leona, did you start to realize, you know, the, the, the response and the protocols by medical professionals, even our government, I, I don't know if it's, this is necessarily the best way forward. I, mean, I guess when did you start questioning what was going on and perhaps the general public didn't realize that there probably were some things going on that they would have been left wanting? I started questioning what was happening in the ICUs pretty early on, but if I'm being honest, it took me really until the very end of 2020 to really realize how horribly the public health policies were hurting the general public as well. Tony was much more aware of it earlier on and was telling me, and I was kind of, you know, immersed in the, in the ICU. Uh, I think you were sharing things about it earlier on, Um, but it took me a while to really realize the, the harm that was caused that was being caused on a broader level like i said though i i mean right away in new york city uh what i saw in the icu was was vastly different than what the corporate media was sharing um it was it was really strange to hear kind of ad nauseum like that frontline workers are heroes and you know kind of like we're saving the world right (laughs) but then what i actually was seeing in the icu and to be clear i want to say this first i did work with many wonderful nurses Uh, providers, respiratory therapists, there were a lot of amazing people. However, there were also a number of people who really provided pretty, pretty horrible care and just kind of um, just didn't provide the basic things that patients need. And I do think that that ended up leading to more harm and death. And I think the fact that there was such strict no visitor policies allowed uh, people who, I don't know if it was laziness or what it was, but it allowed people to really not provide the care that we typically would because there just there weren't any family members there holding anyone accountable or asking questions for their loved ones or anything like that. So uh, right away, what I saw in the COVID ICUs was um, pretty disturbing. Um, and then, yeah, end of 2020 is when I really started to realize like we're, we're really causing additional harm and death. Um, with public health policies, with mandates from governors, things like that. One, can I just say one quick thing? Yeah, please <laughs> like do. Specific. Sure. Um, so, and you know this very well, but it's just important for all of us to remember. So Governor Walls uh, shut down schools, kept healthy children home in the hope that it would help mitigate this virus and help protect people. But while he was doing that, he greenlighted COVID positive people going back into long-term care facilities mm-hmm. and uh, Senator Karen Housley really worked to get this data out to the public and NPR did end up reporting on it that in Minnesota about 80 percent of COVID deaths were in these long-term care facilities. Uh, so it's just wild to see that really by and large as a society we accepted like okay we'll keep kids away from school from extracurricular activities playing with each other, even some outdoor things like taking basketball rims down, things like that. Uh, Like that's going to cause some harm to kids, but we're going to accept that in the hopes that it'll mitigate the virus. But then we really did not say anything as a whole when we were putting COVID positive people back into these long-term care facilities, which is where the people at highest risk of severe illness or death from COVID were. So um, seeing that like 
juxtaposition was um, really crazy and I think really unethical. Um, and I think now Governor Newsom recently said, looking back at his pandemic policies that he probably would have done, I think he said nearly everything differently. Like he's saying, like in hindsight, I would have done these things differently. But one reason we wanted to write the book is that I don't think that we actually need hindsight to know a lot of these things. Like Governor Walls did not need hindsight to know that we shouldn't put someone who is currently positive with COVID into a long-term care facility with other elderly people. Um, and the book has over 250 citations and that's our hope that it will be hopefully a good readable story, but also that it's kind of a resource sitting there with the citations so we can see um, we don't need hindsight to know when we're causing direct harm. And hopefully it will help all of us, myself included, um, have more courage to speak up right away when we're seeing things like that happening that just aren't making sense and that are that are hurting people. Once again, we are joined by Leona Hernandez. She, along with husband Tony, uh, authored a book entitled Travel Nurse, Our Pandemic Story. Of course, Leona shared many anecdotes about her time in the front lines uh, as an ICU nurse, uh, particularly in COVID hotspots like New York City and in the aftermath, finding out the uh, response by certain public health officials and our government was left wanting. Uh, Leona, need to take a quick break. Any chance you can hold for one more segment with us? Yes, I can. Fantastic. Leona Hernandez back with a, another segment with us, talking about her book that she co-authored with husband Tony, Travel Nurse, Our Pandemic Story. If you have a comment or question, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Or leave a comment or question on our comment thread on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlson back in mere moments. Go nowhere. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly for connection. If you value this station... Help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting dependonam.com. I remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older, but it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her relief factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back pain... 
lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pain, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It all comes with a feel-better or your money-back guarantee. That number, 1-800-4-RELIEF relieffactor.com. Experiencing an injury or illness? Wondering if you'll be able to keep your job or when you can return to work? The Minnesota Retain program may be able to help. Participants may qualify for free support from experts who can guide you through the next steps to get you back to work quickly and safely. Visit mnretain.com or call 507-284-4537 to learn more. Minnesota Retain is fully funded under a grant awarded by the U.S. Department of Labor and the Social Security Administration. This message is brought to you by Minnesota Retain. This station and the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. Turning on your favorite ministry or catching your favorite talk show. These are just a couple of reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly. Visit dependonam.com to help keep AM radio and vehicles for the next generation. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call for any comments or questions. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Or again, the live stream is up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so check us out there. Uh, Grateful to be joined by Leona Hernandez. Uh, Going into our second segment now, talking about the book that she and husband Tony co-authored, entitled Travel Nurse, Our Pandemic Story. Uh, Leona, we talked a, a lot in the first segment about your experiences in the ICU at the height of COVID and the response by our public health officials as well as our government and everything that you found out. At what point did you and Tony get this idea that you wanted to author a book. I'm just curious what the process was like to to actually authoring a book and everything that went into it and uh, bringing the completed product to market. Why don't you share a little bit about that aspect of it? Yeah, uh, two years of our lives. <laughs> no, it was it was a journey. Um, Tony was the first one. So we came back to Minnesota after my last travel contract in California, and that's when we decided ultimately to move to Florida, but it was right when we came back to Minnesota in, let's see, February, 2021. And he actually started writing it first. And I was still a little hesitant. I was kind of like, who really cares about one random nurse's story? Uh, but he started writing, he obviously didn't write the the parts about me, like actually in the ICUs. Right. Um, but he started writing some of like looking into the actual evidence about when the virus existed and when we knew it was seeded through the world and things like that. And um, he really encouraged me to write it because he's like, stories are what people like a true story is what helps all of us to see like what happened and what we could have done better. And um, yes, I'm one nurse, but in 2020 and 2021, I got to meet and work with and care for so many different people. So at that time in my life, my story, you know, includes a lot of people. Um, so I finally jumped on board and wrote, and then obviously both of us just wrote and rewrote all all portions of the book. Um, and we worked with a few different editors who were really helpful in um, helping just to make the story uh, more cohesive. And when there were areas that 
we needed to explain more, they helped bring that up so we could expand on certain areas. Um, but I think what really made me passionate about writing it is as I saw more and more the harm that um, policies caused, whether they were coming from governors or whether they were coming from federal health agencies or state health agencies. And um, as a nurse, it was it was really hard to see that like we in healthcare were causing some direct harm or allowing harm to be caused. Right. Um, as I saw just things like the rate of BMI increase among children mm -hmm. doubled in 2020. The achievement gap, which was already Minnesota had one of the highest achievement gaps in the country and it widened in 2020 and 2021 uh, because of policies. And by and large, student unions didn't speak against it and healthcare workers didn't speak against it. And, and we really should have because obviously the way children are educated is gonna affect them for the rest of their lives. Um, suicide attempts among teenagers increased. And in San Francisco in 2020, more people died from fentanyl overdose than COVID. And yet, if you were talking about death from other things, I, you maybe experienced something like this. I certainly did. People would truly say like, you don't care about people dying from COVID. <laughs> Right. I'm thinking like, I'm spending every day caring for people dying from COVID. Mm. Of course I care. But that doesn't mean that these other threats no longer exist. And it doesn't mean that we are not actually increasing death from other causes. And, and we shouldn't ignore that. So recognizing that made me um, really want to document the actual information that we had really well, rather than just kind of these vague ideas of harm. I wanted to find the actual evidence and and document it so that we can have it to look back at and remember and hopefully make sure that we do a better job going forward. Well, Leanna, I'd be remiss if I didn't have you uh, share with the folks how people can purchase this book. Again, it's now available in paperback. Uh, so make great stocking stuffer for the holidays. So how can people get it? I'm assuming uh, wherever you buy your favorite local books. Yeah, so currently it's available on Amazon and currently just as paperback. We will get it out um, on Kindle as soon as possible, but unfortunately we don't have that yet. So available on paperback at Amazon. And um, starting with that, it was just published in October. Uh, I'm very grateful for those who, who have purchased it and have read it. And um, I've loved hearing from people, hearing their thoughts on it. Fantastic. Well, Leona, we have a few, only have a few minutes remaining here, but we do want to get to a caller quick. Mike is in St. Paul, has a question about this. Mike, go ahead. You're on with Leona Hernandez in the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi. Um, I am a physician myself, and I can't say that I, I still have this seething, or I don't know, see, yeah, seething anger about what we what we did um, during COVID. And I, I see that is that so much of this is so much of what we did is still not looked on skeptically. And I think some of it, 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 it seems to be a cultural thing. It doesn't even seem to be a facts-based um, resistance to um, stopping what we've, what we've been and, and uh, not doing what we did in the past for this thing and realizing, and I, I to me, I'm I'm a kind of a what I see is like the culture of death that's out there, but I also see uh, sort of a subservient nature to our our culture and a, a willingness to just look away so long as it doesn't bother me. Um, but I I don't know if you do you 
address that kind of stuff in your book? Yeah, thanks for the call, Mike. Uh, Leona, we only have about a couple of minutes to go, so if you can answer that uh, within that time frame, great. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, I wish that I could meet you. That's awesome to hear from a physician. Uh, yes. So in the end of our book, we do talk um, about some of the some like we talk about the fact that there was some either direct censorship or at least silencing of people bringing up concerns and how that's really not compatible with both science and evidence and it's also not compatible with an ethical society like if all of us want to find the very best solutions we at least need to be able to talk about what the best solutions are and i agree i think that there is this um it's almost honorable or seen as honorable to be kind of subservient. Like if you work, I, I feel this sometimes, if you work in healthcare, the best thing you can do is take care of the patient in front of you, but then kind of ignore everything else. Like don't you dare question whether what the CDC is recommending might be causing harm. And that's really strange because there's, there's nothing that ensures that whatever the CDC recommends is evidence-based or ethical. And so of course we want nurses and doctors and other providers to to question like hey is this actually increasing health or is this causing harm and it's it's really hard to see how much pushback there is just for asking those questions and i i also agree with you about culture of death being a part of it and we do touch on that a little bit at the end of the book fantastic yeah the book uh, leona is referring to is the book she and husband tony co-authored travel nurse our pandemic story is uh, as leona alluded to it is available at Amazon.com right now in paperback, but folks, if you prefer Kindle, you know, keep looking back as, as often as possible so once that becomes available. But nothing wrong with paperback, good old-fashioned paperback, sitting back or reading a book uh, old school like that. So, uh, Leona, thank you so much for coming on, promoting this book, sharing your personal story. Give my best to Tony and the uh, rest of the family, and uh, have yourselves a great rest of the day. We appreciate it. You too. I appreciate you. Thanks, Brad. You bet. Thank you, and uh, happy holidays uh, to you all as well. AM 12, 8 of the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Experience relief with Genovations Regen, the ultimate solution for chronic pain and wound care. Through cutting-edge technology, Genovations Regen delivers lasting results for those with chronic pain or non-healing wounds. Embrace a pain-free future with Genovations Regen. Visit painfreeegan.com. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 
15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-846-2124. 800-846-2124. That's 800-846-2124. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate, and de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer, whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested. Don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. Been putting off vacation plans because you can't bear to be away from this station? Great news. You can listen to this radio station whenever you want, wherever you want, any way you want. Download this radio station's app on your Apple or Android device, and your smartphone becomes your radio. Prefer apps like TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Odyssey.com? You can find our station there as well. Got a smart speaker like Amazon Echo or Google Home? Just say our name and ask it to play this station. We're always on. It's as simple as this. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Autoglass, your local autoglass specialist. Take the hassle out of windshield repair at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also reach out via Twitter. I suppose I should start calling it X now because it's technically X. X (laughs) X.com. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And again, we have our live stream of our broadcast up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So thank you again for tuning in. And again, my thanks to Leona Hernandez for coming on to promote her book, uh, Travel Nurse, that she and husband uh, Tony had co-authored. Again, sharing their... I love personal stories, so I would buy the book just for the personal story of it. Because I remember vividly when uh, KSTP TV News had... Leona and Tony on their newscast, because this was very early in the pandemic, talking about how Leona was going to leave the family for eight weeks to go to New York City, which at the time was the COVID hotspot, and to be an ICU nurse. And obviously there was a lot of concern because this was still uh, virus, really didn't know what we were grappling with. And obviously it was very, uh, very very deadly, very contagious. And for her to, uh, to, to do that, uh, took a tremendous amount of courage, but of course, she also indicated there was a incentive because, uh, unfortunately, due to the pandemic, Tony couldn't work, and Leona, having been at home uh, full time, uh, obviously had to uh, was able to get out there and, and work in the uh, nursing profession. So, uh, grateful for them being willing to share their story and what they learned, and and uh, obviously, they bring a lot of credibility to. 
uh, this commentary. So we appreciate Leona's time today. I want to switch gears here on uh, Spencer. Let's see. I'm going to need this uh, cut number three. I'm going to need that one in a couple minutes here. So when you have it ready. It seems to me that the Biden reelection campaign is going to be based in large part of gaslighting the public. And we talked about it last week, you know, the Sunday last week, of course, was the Sunday after Thanksgiving. And I was weighing in on how the Biden reelection team was uh, giving people a handy dandy guide to how to deal with crazy mega nonsense is how they labeled it and how to beat back uh, talking points from, you know, people who are supporters of Donald Trump. And, you know. Silly me, I thought Thanksgiving was a time to sit down with your loved ones and just be thankful for what you have instead of trying to stoke division. And, of course, they their, their comeback is, well, no, this is a guide to you know respond to people if, if they are the ones who start the conversation or take it into a political direction. And it's like, okay, yeah, wh- whatever, we'll, I'll grant you that. But still, be the bigger person. You know, be the bigger person by stepping forward and saying, you know what, this is a holiday where we're supposed to be thankful, not try to stoke divisions. Can't we just take time to do that? You know, that, that's kind of that's how I like to handle things, but not everybody's like me, and that's okay. But I bring that up because it's obvious that the Biden reelection campaign, they're going to be, re, be reliant upon gaslighting the public, thinking that the American voters are stupid. And the one example I brought up last week is, I guess, part of this guide to answering crazy mega nonsense during the holidays is about the Biden administration being asleep at the switch regarding the influx of illegal aliens coming across the southern border. And apparently the the retort to that crazy mega nonsense from the Biden campaign is, well, well, who who was the president who kept uh, kids in cages? They separated from their families. You know, they're still going with that. Again, it's sheer gaslighting because that's been proven that that started back in 2014 during the Obama administration, where if illegal aliens came across the border with their kids, obviously they were committing a crime and were being brought in for committing a crime and the kids were put in cages. And you even had the Obama Homeland Secretary, or uh, Jay Johnson, basically calling that a necessary step. But yet it wasn't, not word one was said about it until it was discovered during the Trump administration. So there again is an example of gaslighting. It, it had been proven that that started, the kids in cages started before the Obama administration. Whatever you think of it, you know, yay or nay, that's just the facts. Well, now... The Biden administration, in attempts to mitigate the uh, proverbial exploding cigar in their face, trying to put a positive spin on Bidenomics, because as inflation got out of control and gas prices were got got out of control, and and Joe Biden tried to gaslight you know people saying, well, it's Putin's price hike, and it has nothing to do but with Putin's price hike. Never mind, he canceled all the leases to for domestic oil drilling. That that certainly has nothing to do with uh, with with oil prices, does it? So he tries to gaslight the public and said, well, it's Putin's fault. But yet, whenever uh, gas prices come down, you know, they like to pat themselves on the back. 
Well, now they're attempting to gaslight on the difficult economic times. So, Spencer, if we have that ready, this is uh, cut number three. So the president, uh, this would have been just after Thanksgiving, kind of took the tactic. Boy, I'll tell you what. I bet you Americans are relieved to have probably one of the uh, cheapest Thanksgivings that they've had in a long time. So this is less than a minute long. This is uh, cut number three. Well, this past week, as Americans gathered around their own kitchen tables for Thanksgiving dinner, that was our goal, to give them a little more breathing room. And together, we made progress. You know, uh, from Turkey to air travel to tank of gas, costs went down. They went down. Now, to people making a lot of money, that doesn't matter a whole lot because the costs are relatively small compared to wealthy incomes. In fact, as a share of earnings this Thanksgiving, dinner was the fourth cheapest ever on record. I want you all to know that. (laughs) I look at all the press, look at that. Press is particularly excited about that, I can see. Anyway, he's like like a... like a guy at the zoo throwing little morsels of fish to the barking, clapping seals, you know. Uh, Well, Bloomberg News happened to crunch the numbers here. Uh, After years of inflation, U.S. consumers are shouldering a burden unlike anything seen in decades, even as the pace of price increases has slowed. It now requires $119.27 to buy the same goods and services a family could afford with $100 before the pandemic. Since early 2020, prices have risen about as much as they had in the full 10 years preceding the health emergency. It's hard to find an area of a household budget that's been spared. Groceries are up 25% since January 2020. Same with electricity. Used car prices have climbed 35%, auto insurance 33%, and rents roughly 20%. These, those figures help explain why Americans continue to register strong dissatisfaction with the economy. Consumers' daily routines have largely returned to their pre-pandemic normal, but the cost of living has not. And the government data reports that show easing inflation are cold comfort because they simply indicate prices are growing at a slower pace, not that they are returning to early 2020 levels. At the same time, housing affordability is at its worst on record, auto loan rates have soared, and borrowing with a credit card has never been so expensive. Many Americans have seen their pay rise rapidly since 2020, but much of those gains have been gobbled up by inflation. Some of the fastest wage increases in decades have left the average American largely no better off than before. So remember that the next time the Biden administration tries to tout the increase in wages. They conveniently leave out the fact that this out-of-control inflation over the past few years has basically eating up those gains. And now he's talking about gas prices. Yeah, around, around the I, I've noticed gas prices are below 3 bucks for the first time in a while, and that's a good thing. But how did it get there? Conveniently leaving that out is, you know, because obviously uh, he liked to blame Putin before for the high price, high, high gas hikes, um, gas price hikes. So now, you know, we're going to be in cahoots with Iran and their oil production. Buy all their oil. So we're enriching that collection who, along with Hamas, wants to wipe wipe Israel off the face of the earth. So for all of the positive things that Biden had to say in the aftermath of the Israeli terrorist attacks, basically 
saying it's Hamas's fault and standing up for Israel and say we stand with Israel. Now, basically, this is a this is a nice kick in the short stool with the hundreds of millions now being funneled to Iran for that oil production, so we could have cheaper gas prices, and the administration can pat themselves on the back. So this is this is how they're going. This is how they're going to do this. They're going to rely on their willing accomplices in the media, specifically the Washington Post. And the Washington Post, yeah, they're they're all in. You know, they did it a whole big fact check on people being over upset over a sixteen dollar McDonald's Happy Meal. You know, so this that that's a that's basically their strategy. They rely they they firmly believe that Americans are stupid or or ignorant. And in essence, the Biden reelection campaign, as long as the uh, media lapdogs are basically asking struggling Americans, who are you going to believe, me or your lying eyes? Copyright Groucho Marx. Some of you kids don't know who Groucho Marx is. I don't know why I make those old school references, but I had to give credit where credit is due. Uh, heck of a strategy. It, it really is. And again, I emphasized it last week and have said it a lot. If If Donald Trump is the biggest threat to the republic, like a lot of these progs and non-Trump Republicans believe, then why are you propping up Joe Biden, the guy that Trump could easily best? Because, you see, Biden has a proven track record as having horrible, being a horrible economic president. And for as much as people had disdain for Trump, disliked him, they remember during his administration how things were not so unaffordable. Basic everyday items were not so unaffordable and may put on a hazmat suit to vote for him again. So again, if Donald Trump is the biggest threat to this republic, why are you putting up a guy that could potentially lose to him? And I get it, I get it a lot of things will change in 11 months, but as of right now, Trump is the favorite to defeat Biden. Again, that's right now. Snapshot in time. A lot of things can change, a lot of things will change. But why risk it? And yet, Apparently, they seem to be willing to go down with the ship, given the uh, sheer gaslighting. So, a uh, heck of a strategy, indeed. One final segment coming up on the broadcast with me, Brad Carlson, the closer, AM 1280, the Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Go nowhere. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. This holiday season, thousands of Twin City families will struggle to stay afloat. Some will be forced to choose between paying for rent or buying groceries. Nobody should have to choose. In these chaotic times, you can make a difference by giving to the Salvation Army. Your generosity will provide food, shelter, and care for families with nowhere else to turn. Donate now at SalvationArmyNorth.org. That website again is SalvationArmyNorth.org. Together, we can love beyond. RB. 
Company's computer service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Pro-life across America. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. I can have another, but I probably should not. I got somebody at home. home, home, home. It's been a long night here and a long night there. Hey, welcome back. And these long, long legs are damn near AM 12 of the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment with me, Brad Carlson. Thank you, as always, for uh, tuning in to the broadcast. Uh, we got about five, six minutes remaining. So, yeah, we got time for a quick phone call if you'd like to weigh in on anything. 651-289-4488. Don't forget to check out uh, Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show if you'd like to uh, weigh in with any comments or questions. I keep saying Twitter. I guess technically it's X now, X.com. But Twitter.com still works, so it'll still bring you to the site regardless. And, uh, again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have our live stream of the broadcast up and running. So speaking of the utterly inept Biden administration, Spencer, we have cuts number four and five ready to go. So apparently uh, Secretary of Education uh, Miguel Cardona was speaking at some forum, uh, talking about teachers, two teachers, basically saying, hey, we in the Department of Education, we're here to help in any possible way that we can to ensure that kids are getting the best possible instructions. I mean, you know, Leona Hernandez on the first couple of segments talking about how education has very clearly suffered uh, in the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic. I'll just let this uh, audio clip speak for itself. 
Uh, this is, again, Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona, cut number four. You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. Um, there's, there are resources there. There's technical assistance there. And there's a playbook that could support the work you're doing. Count on us as a partner in this. Our students are waiting. Okay, we'll stop right there. So, uh, you know, we, we, we're here, um, you know, I think, um, we just want to help you out. Is there any, any way we can, you know, governors, if you, if you need assistance, just come to us. I think it was President Reagan who said we're from the government. We're here to help. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. So, yeah, uh, if there's ever a situation where context matters, I think he, I think that's exhibit A right there. Yeah, Ronald Reagan, big, go- big, big government Republican, right? Yeah, that, that, that's old Dutch. The big government Republican. Whatever we need to do, whatever. Uh, yeah. How, how do you, I mean, Miguel Cardona, he looks, I don't know how old he is. He looks to be in his 40s. Certainly, he's heard of Ronald Reagan before and knows Ronald Reagan's uh, political philosophy. Do you honestly think that Ronald Reagan believes government is a cure-all to your problems? Uh, it, it just, okay, a lot, a lot to unpack here. I'll only get to a couple of components of this. But first of all, if this, I'm hard-pressed to think of a better metaphor for today's education system than literally the leader of the federal bureaucracy that is our education department completely mangling context in order to fit a narrative. Is that is that not a metaphor for today's education system? I mean, seriously, and, and when he said that, you could hear people in the audience kind of laughing nervously because even they right away are thinking, uh, yeah, Ronald Reagan technically uttered those words, but I don't think, in fact, I know he didn't mean them the way you think he means them. Ronald Reagan didn't literally mean, hey, uh, come to us because we'll solve all your problems. We'll, we'll help you through this. It wasn't even a Department of Education back then when, when Ronald Reagan was president. Okay, because as would any uh, good conservative know that that's best dealt with at your uh, local jurisdictions. Right. We've seen that the one size fits all that the federal education system has been a complete disaster yet. Um, Again, also a microcosm of big government in that it has been proven to be a failure and yet we still plug along doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the different results. So uh, I, I bad week for the Biden administration again with the, with the president gaslighting on the state of the economy and his own education secretary uh, mangling context in, in order to fit a narrative, which again is kind of like um, kind of like how education is, is faring in, in general. So anyhow, I uh, only have a, a couple of minutes remaining in the in the broadcast. Uh, 
just looking ahead to uh, this, um, you know, again, I'm kind of talking like it's the uh, it's the end of the year. Okay, well, we got this is the first of five remaining broadcasts for 2023, and it really is true. My dad tried to warn me about this, and, and I'm finding out it's true. The older you get, the more insanely fast time seems to go because you know as adults we we have things that 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 fill up our our lives and uh, as a result time seems to go by that much quicker but uh, again we're going to be here for the remainder of the year the the, the next um so, uh, four Sundays after today uh I uh Christmas Eve is kind of up in the air I, I'll probably I'll be doing a broadcast but I don't I don't think it'll be live uh, Spencer, New Year's Eve, uh, the 31st, year-round? Okay, because I've done a broadcast. I remember it was um, the year 2017 because New Year's Day 2017 was a Sunday and the New Year's Eve 2017 was also Sunday. So I bookended the Narn year in broadcasting, so I get to do it again because I, uh, I was broadcasting a live show on January 1, uh, 2023. That was a Sunday, and so I'm going to be broadcasting a live show on January 31, 2023. So I'm going to be the bookend to the Narn to the Patriots year where I was the first live show of 2017 and then I was the final live show of 2017 and I'm going to do that again in 2023 by golly. That is my goal. So it's a that's a good short-term goal to have. So folks, uh as we're wrapping up another year, we we'll hope you hang with us for the rest of the year and and like I said, 2024 uh I can't say on air what I think it's going to be like, but let's just say it's going to be black it's going to be bat dung crazy bat bleep crazy bat feces crazy however you want to describe it it's going to be insane and we are here for it at the northern alliance radio network again come march we're going to be celebrating 20 years on this very radio station and as always we appreciate you uh coming along for the ride so folks as always i've enjoyed it am 1280 the patriot northern alliance radio network godspeed my friends have yourselves a blessed week A psoriasis flare-up can make a walk in the park, well, no walk in the park. It's that obvious, huh? I've tried so many lotions and creams, but I still have symptoms. So those don't do enough to treat the inflammation beneath the skin, leaving you with those uncontrolled symptoms. Makes sense, but what else can I do? You can get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Make an appointment and, oh, you're already on it. Hi, yes, I'd like to make an appointment. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by Affy. Hey, you're up next. Ugh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks VapoCool Drops. Yeah, Vicks VapoCool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please welcome to the stage. Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks VapoCool Drops. Want an impressive gift that will set you apart? Give cigars from Minnesota's veteran-owned Founder Cigar Company. I'm Angelo from Founders. Our premium curated cigar gift boxes are thoughtful, classy, and memorable. Add a name or company logo to the box lid, the cutter, or the lighter. Several boxes are available starting at five cigars. Plus, you'll help us support Cigars for Warriors by sending cigars overseas. Still time to get it by Christmas, so order now at FoundersCigarCo.com and click Corporate Gifting. Minnesota's veteran-owned Founder Cigar Company. 
This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you, and without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years, and it's commercial-free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. Pragertopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pragertopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager. Pragertopia Unlimited. Go to Pragertopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. November 2nd, 2020, marked the 100th anniversary of the first commercial radio broadcast. Guess what? We're still here, and we're bigger and better than ever. You can still listen to us over this great radio station, but now there are no limitations. Your smartphone is now your smart radio. Listen to us online, on the app, tunein.com, iHeartRadio, and odyssey.com. Your smart speaker can find us, too. With radio, there's no separation anxiety. We're always on. We are Freedom 1570. AM 1280, the Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver for the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.